Hello, I'm Joan. I'm a Canadian family physician who also works as a restorative medical educator, facilitator, and coach. I create spaces that rehumanize the work of healthcare. I'm creating this podcast to remind myself, as well as anyone else working in a helping profession, that when you are working and caring for your human patients, you are the other human in the room. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back for another episode of The Other Human in the Room. So here we are, the only human in the van, once again, driving to work. And I wanted to record a quick episode, um, as always, for you, but also for myself, um, which is talking about um, our emotions, um, especially uh, the the topic of this week, like the main topic on the podcast is about learning from our mistakes. And I think it's really um, helpful. I wanted to, to zone, to zoom in on the the main component of making a mistake that I really think makes them really difficult for us to face directly, which is all of the emotions that we feel when we witness that we've made a mistake, especially if that mistake did have an impact on someone else. Like you forgot to write a prescription or you made an error in writing a prescription or whatever, and it delayed someone getting care that you really wanted them to receive. They really wanted to receive. And you're like, shoot, that was a mistake that did have like an impact on the other person. Right. And so on the main podcast, I talked about offering yourself self-compassion and describing mistakes as an undesired outcome, like all the ways that we can help to neutralize some of the emotion around that and instead really turn on our learning brains and learn from the mistake and really consider, therefore, how to avoid doing it again. But I wanted to like zoom in a bit further on the emotions and really encourage you, especially if you try sort of the framework that I offered in the main podcast and you try the framework I offered in the regrets and mistake podcast, but you honestly just still feel like you're swimming in guilt and shame. I think one way that I hope helps make it a little clearer how to process these emotions is the concept of clean pain versus dirty pain. So I think many of us were raised or socialized or have a hope in our hearts that if we find the right formula or solution, we will no longer have to feel pain about things. So we we can take risks and make choices and like live in the world and none of the outcomes will cause pain to us. And I am sorry to tell you, that's not the deal. (laughs) That is not the human experience. Um, One of my teachers talks about life is 50-50. No matter what, you're always going to have 50% pleasure, 50% pain, 50% joy, 50% sadness. Like in any given day, there's going to be ups and downs that include all of those. And so understanding that no matter what, even if you're really like doing the thing that is what you've, you've dreamed of doing, you're in your absolute dream job with every factor that you're now fantasizing will make you feel happy. No, even there, you will feel 50-50, right? Um, However, the negative aspect, the painful aspect of that 50%, there's the clean pain of it, and there's the dirty pain. So say, for example, I have made a mistake, and now I am 
really trying to process and learn and grapple with the fallout of that mistake, for me, I'm going to feel a mix of emotions. The clean pain of that is, you could call it disappointment, you could still call it guilt, you could call it sadness, the sense that I wish things had gone differently. This was an undesired outcome, and it feels bad. I feel sad and disappointed um, that I that it didn't go the way I wanted it to, you know. And really sitting with the I wish of that, that's clean, right? Anytime you want something to happen and you take action towards it, and then it doesn't go the way you planned, it's human and normal and clean pain, if you will, to be disappointed about that because you wanted it. Sometimes people are so afraid of feeling even this clean pain that they stop going for anything that they want. So they disappoint themselves ahead of time and don't even do the thing that their their brain is giving them the inkling might actually have some possible joy behind it if they took the risk of doing it, you know? And so there's that clean pain. And then there's the dirty pain. So the dirty pain is the, all the parts of your brain that have been socialized beat the crap out of you for having that clean pain. So it's like you make a mistake. So just that prescription example I used, it's like, oh, I, I sent it to the wrong pharmacy. And now that patient was without their antibiotics for another, you know, maybe 24 hours sometimes, depending on the time of day. Um, and that, and you know, I'm I'm bearing witness to the fact that it's possible that that um, increased the amount of suffering that this person had. And always helpful to say it's possible. We never know for sure. And that's just just honestly, we just don't have that much certainty about most things, right? But um, it's it is possible that that contributed to excessive suffering that they wouldn't have had to endure if we had gotten on that antibiotic sooner. It's possible. And so. The dirty pain is, is all the parts of it that are shame. And even some kinds of like shame, guilt, like whatever you call it, like those that emotion of like, I'm a terrible person. Look at this. More evidence that you are actually totally incompetent. What's wrong with you? And and just that duration that happens that we've been socialized into. Like, I don't know if you guys have either witnessed others' experience or you yourself have experienced like through your life that that is the reaction other people have had when you made a mistake. And so then you've learned to internalize that and that inner critic is in there just ripping into you for the mistake you've made. That's dirty pain. Anytime you have a sad emotion because something didn't go the way you wanted, or, you know, like say in your personal life, you love someone, but then the relationship ends and you have heartbreak. Like there's the clean pain of that, which is, someone I love is not my life anymore. That's clean pain. And then the dirty pain is like, that means I'll never be loved again. Or, you know, we have words for it in medicine, you know, simple versus complicated grief. So if someone dies or is no longer in your life and they, and, and you miss them, that, and, and you miss them, it, it, it almost feels pure. It's not clean as in morally better, but you, it just feels like it's, your body was meant to feel it completely. And so it still hurts, but it's like, it's like a clean cut of the knife. You know what I mean? Um, and so you can go ouch, 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 and like really feel into that ouch and tend to that ouch. 
but you're doing it from, you're able to do it from full compassion for yourself because you know why it's there and you know that it's a part of you and you know it's sort of a feature and a function of how it is to be human, which is we love and therefore we lose, you know, we strive and therefore we fail. Like um, all of that's the clean part. But where you know it's gone dirty is when it's telling you things about yourself that you can't trust yourself anymore, that this means you're bad and you're beating yourself up and you're worrying for days and you're not with yourself in any kind of kind and tender way. All of that, that's all that inhuman story, internalized oppression, you know, all the stuff we've been socialized to make it mean when we feel sadness or we feel loss. Complicated grief, you know, you grieve someone who actually was not actually kind to you when they were in your life. And so you still do miss them, but it's complicated and messy, right? That's dirty pain in a way. Um, especially in an analogy where the thing that you're missing out on is like something you've done for yourself, right? And so I just wanted to name that. And so I would say the goal of using the strategies that I teach you on this podcast and using the strategies that I, I offer and teach to my coaching clients is not to now have no emotion. You're going to have emotion if you're a human on the planet, right? You're going to have all the feelings all the time. And there are certain feelings that really oughtn't to be there and if we lived in a society and if you grew up in a culture and a family system where every time you had that clean pain, it was treated with, with love and acceptance and tenderness and belief and you were believed, my, my hypothesis is that we wouldn't really then have this dirty pain in our society and we wouldn't have all of this blaming and all this double harm that's done to us all, you know? Um, one last way that I've heard clean versus dirty pain described is, I believe it's a Buddhist philosophy. I first heard it from a Buddhist like meditation podcast, um, which is the, the concept of the second arrow. So, you know, something happens and you're hurt, whether you, whether it's an action you've taken yourself or someone else has done to you. So that's the first arrow. Ouch. You know, Someone says something disparaging to you and it's, ouch, that hurts. That hurt my feelings, right? Or, um, you know, something bad happens in life. Ouch, that hurts. That's the first arrow. And there's nothing to be done about it. It's it's a part of being in the world is, is witnessing suffering and witnessing pain and, and having pain yourself, right? But that second arrow is the one that you have the power to stop, which is the arrow that you offer yourself. So you make a mistake. Ouch. That's disappointing. That didn't go how I go. That's the first arrow. The second arrow is, and that means you're a piece of trash. What a terrible physician. What a, you know, you, you are such an imposter. You shouldn't even be in medicine. Da, 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 da. Like that's the second arrow. And there's, there, there are tools and there are strategies and there is a way of offering yourself self-compassion that is the armor against that second arrow, even coming from the outside. Like if someone else is trying to second arrow you, <laughs> if you um, build up that sort of immunity against that sort of shaming criticism, you can do that internally and externally and, and combat that piece of it. The third way I hear it described is pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. So all these different ways that 
different wisdom traditions. Like this is not new to me. I didn't make up any of these concepts. I'm offering them to you because I think especially in the context of if you've made a mistake, that is one of many, many places where I see and I have personally even recently experienced like grappling with, okay, there's clean pain here. The only thing to do with clean pain is sit with it, be with it, process it actually not try and push it away, allow the wound to heal and tend to the wound. Just like you can't force, you know, a cut to heal faster. You can only tend to it and allow it to heal and it will hurt until it heals. And then the dirty pain, again, like a wound at the dirty pain is when you're like, I don't know, gouging it deeper, scratching it and, and, and wounding it further. Right. And we do have a lot of power to practice and learn the techniques to, pause that to stop that and allow it to heal and so the first aspect of that technique and the most important honestly is knowing especially if you're feeling really yucky and you're noticing the inner critic coming up and you're noticing the second arrows i am hoping that this podcast has given you language to know what's going on and either reach out and seek help seek coaching you know apply for coaching with me or what or or with a friend and just saying i can tell i'm feeling some clean pain here and I want someone to help me hold space for it but I also can tell I've got some dirty pain my my brain is telling me this means I'm not I'm not a good person this means that I'm broken this means that I I'm I'm too dangerous to be out in society whatever it is that your brain's telling you and you know having someone else help and support you in in helping to release that dirty pain because it's just not yours it never has been yours it it shouldn't be there we shouldn't be taught in our society to scratch and, and open further a wound that exists. To feel pain and to be wounded is to be human. The inhuman part is when all these extra mechanisms of the fact that you're wounded means you're weak. The fact that you're wounded means something's wrong with you. The Suck it up. What's wrong with you? Everyone gets wounded. Like all of that really shaming, terrible energy that we've all experienced in our lives and in this in this world and in these oppressive systems in which we live and um i hope it's helpful to hear some language describe it whichever those concepts felt better for you the dirty pain second arrow suffering versus pain um know that pain is is inevitable and that's that clean pain that's inevitable and actually that clean pain it's it's worth it in the sense that it, first of all it's your brain it's your body protecting you it, like if someone who doesn't feel any pain gets hurt a lot because they don't know and they don't learn you know like then they just get injured all the time and they have no idea what's safe and not safe so pain has a really important purpose when it's that clean pain and the fact that we have the kind of nervous system and we're living the kind of life that allows us to have clean pain means we get to have clean joy and clean pleasure too and so one always comes with the other that's that 50 50 but it's that excess the dirty pain the suffering it's unnecessary it's there for a reason and that reason isn't you and it's possible to release that and learn to feel just that clean pain and Clean up the dirty pain. Stop the processes in your brain that are wounding you further. I hope that's helpful for you, and I hope you have a good day. 
Hey there, healthcare humans. I want to invite you to sign up for my course, How to Stop Worrying About Your Patients. It's a free five-day email course delivered right to your inbox where I teach you why worrying is optional, that it's not actually helpful for your patients, and that it's possible to reclaim your brain from worry and start enjoying your life in and outside of medicine. Go to joanchanmd.com course to sign up now. I'll see you in your inbox.